0: Welcome to the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast, powered by StatRoute.com. And now, here's your host, Ryan Skullroot. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Ryan Skullroot. I am your host and we are back. Uh, actually, doing a full week of episodes after having a, a little bit of an off week last week, um, dealing just with some family stuff. We had my birthday, and I didn't feel like doing a couple episodes. And we did get the one episode in to kind of go over the game previews for, uh, for week eight. Um, but this week we are doing the full, the full gamut, the full slate. So uh, we are officially back. Now that we are halfway through, uh, halfway through the fantasy season. Well, through. Halfway through the fantasy season, after finishing week 8, um, you know, seasons usually go through week uh, through week 16, and so, uh, yeah, it's been uh, quite the season so far, I have teams ranging anywhere from 1 and 6 to uh, 5 and 2, um, so it's, you know, all over the place, um, so uh, I hope everyone has been having a pretty good season so far this year. Um, real quick, we wanted to make sure to, to uh, let you know or to ask you, uh, request that you go ahead and hit that subscribe button on the podcast, whether you're watching this video on YouTube or you're listening on um, uh, Google Play, iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, wherever you listen to our podcast. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it if you would take the time to hit that subscribe button. Make sure to like this, uh, this episode, this specific episode, um, and also, if you could go ahead and actually share the episode, uh, whether it be on or on social media, wherever, um, we would love for you know to get whatever help we can in spreading the fantasy football love. And so we would appreciate uh, anything that you guys would be willing to do to help us out in that manner. Um, one other thing we want to do: we made a we been doing some ad reads for um for this uh, new company that we're partnering with and officially actually put up some an actual like you know response about it or message about it on all of our um all of our social media channels but we wanted to just uh, do a quick reminder to please go to prolytics.com that's p r o - l y t i c s .com pro-lytics.com um they are a uh, a analytics basically for DFS um, they have they use uh, their own uh, artificial intelligence learning machine uh, to do predictive analysis uh, roster construction you can do mass mass roster constructions with variances and they will they'll create mass um, uh, entries for you and you can import them straight into FanDuel and DraftKings from there so um, really a, a fantastic um, a fantastic website that, uh, we as a staff have used for our own DFS, uh, uh our own DFS lineups. Um, I had a you know, pretty good lineup today that I had set up, you know, using some of, uh, some of, uh, my, my picks from their cheat sheet. So, uh, really this, is, it's a solid group. Um, you know, I've met the founders. I think that they are absolutely awesome. We're going to try to get, um, one of the, one of the founders on who actually wrote the, um who actually wrote the AI engine. Uh, we want to get her on uh to the show. We'll see what we can do about that maybe this week or next week to to kind of talk about what they do and and all that. So again, go to Pro Dash Lytics, P-R-O-L-Y-T-I-C-S dot com um and sign up and you will get uh if you use the promo code or the coupon code SKULLKINGFF, that's all lowercase and it's case sensitive. Skull King FF you will get 40% off your first month so with all that being said um, I think that's pretty much it for the announcements why don't we go ahead and and hop into the headlines today's headlines and starting off the headlines definitely an an interesting one to start off with Um, story number one Apparently trade talks involving Kenyon Drake have been progressing, um, to the point that he is actually, if I read this correctly, he is actually not making the trip to Pittsburgh for, um, for this, uh, this, uh, game on Monday night. So for those of you listening to it, that means, uh, tonight's game, um, so very interesting he's not even traveling with the team so obviously they've already got something pretty much in the works if they're not even having him come i mean he's automatically just be gonna get at his buy or whatever and and go to uh to wherever he is most likely being traded to be interesting to see where he's going there are a few teams that are um that are somewhat uh running back needy and so definitely gonna be interesting to see how where he goes and, and what that'll what that'll do, I mean, Miami is basically going into full tank mode at this point, tank for Tua, or whoever the quarterback is that they're going to draft. So uh, definitely interesting to to watch where that's going to be going. Um, I think that depending on the team that he goes to, Kenny Andre could actually have some more fantasy relevance than he does right now. Um, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see to see where he actually goes. But for right now I think that he is he is definitely um he definitely could have a little more uh, a little more fantasy relevance on a team that actually, you know, uses the running back or just, you know, has a, an offense that can actually move the ball. So, um so definitely something to keep an eye on um and and we'll kind of see where that goes. Moving on to story number 2. Alvin Kamara missed this week week 9 or week 8. Um, with his uh, ankle injury, they thought he was going to be questionable. Uh, and pregame, they decided that he was not going to—he uh, was not going to be able to go, which sucks for me because my phone has been uh, work has not been working, and I could not change Alvin Kamara out of my um, out of my lineup in time. Uh, still, won one of those matches with Alvin Kamara in my lineup, so uh, good for that. Um, so yeah, he is he's expected to come back week ten. Um obviously he won't be coming next week because of the fact that he is uh, um they're going into their bye week for week nine. So um moving on to the next so for those of you who, I mean, for those of you who who need you know, obviously you're not gonna use him next week anyways. so uh, make sure you've got uh, you know, you listen in tomorrow night for our our show to see what what we can use to to kind of fill in the spot. Moving on, the next one, another guy who is uh, basically not expected to come back until Week 10 is David Johnson. He is, uh, uh, the announcement kind of came out today that he is going to miss, that he missed today's game, and that he will most likely miss the Thursday night football game. Let me actually pull up Arizona and who they're playing. Week 9, the Thursday night football game is, it's going to, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be San Francisco at Arizona, which that sounds like that's going to be an absolutely ugly game. Um especially with how badly San Francisco just absolutely pounded uh the uh the um, Carolina Panthers today. So, um so David Johnson is expected to we- he is he's expected to miss the Thursday night football game and then come back in week 10. So, hopefully that is able that they're able to get him right, and that he is able to come back and and you know finish out strong for the rest of the season. Um, just a couple other stories that we wanted to cover real quick. Um, apparently, uh, the there was a one of the messages about uh, was about uh, Rashad Penny and the fact that he is that he was active today for the game, and part of that as part of saying that he was active for the game, um. Apparently, potential teams will be watching. I'm I'm kind of surprised that there are already teams that, that the Seahawks would already be looking to trade away uh, Rashad Penny. It would be interesting to see what they get, what they could get for him. Um, so we'll kind of see how that goes, considering he was the first-round pick in 2018. I know that he was... I know, I know, I know that he was actually... Um, He was a bit of a surprise pick when he was picked by the Seahawks that early. I want to say he was, you know, 20th or something like that in the first round or 25th or whatever. Uh, The fact that he went in the first round was was what was so surprising. Um, And the thing about Rashad Penny is is people forget that when the Seahawks drafted him, they got a call just a couple minutes later from another team that was trying to trade for Rashad Penny. Rumor has it that it was the um, that it was the Lions uh, who ended up taking Carry Johnson a little bit later. Um, so we'll we'll you know there potentially could still be some interest in Rashad Penny. Obviously, they're not going to get a first round pick back for him, um, but it'll be interesting to see what they do get back for Penny if they just so happen to decide to trade him. Um, a couple other notes: um, A.J. Green is looks to be in line to return Week Ten. Um, the Rams apparently are looking to trade Akib Talib after all, so, after having Marcus Peters and Akib Talib as their two starting corners, um, they've already traded away Peters, and it looks like they're about to try to trade away Akib Tlaib. Remember, the uh, trade deadline is Tuesday, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. We may, I may pop up with an extra little video somewhere, uh, just kind of going over the fantasy relevance of whatever trade stuff goes on um Mahomes is looking at a week 10 return as well. So uh you know honestly Matt Moore has not been doing terrible in in uh, in taking over Mahomes in this offense So um really the the defense is what's really been struggling so and obviously honestly this team is built it's not built to stop teams. It's built to outscore teams um which is you know why they have Patrick Mahomes and you know even with the defense that they have. Their defense isn't that great. It still gives up a ton of points, um, and so and so really, that this team was built to um, to try to outscore other teams. And so, uh, hopefully, they'll get back on track. And Mahomes, it, like I said, is eyeing a return in Week Ten. Uh, Devontae Adams looks like he is likely to return in Week Nine game against the Chargers. Um, hopefully he is able to come back for that. I know that, again, there are so many people that have been waiting for him to come back from his injury. Hopefully, um, he it, he will be ready to go next week um, against the Chargers. It's going to be an away game at uh, L.A. So even though it's at L.A., about 80% of that crowd is going to be Packers fans. So. All right, that is it for the headlines. We want to go ahead and take a quick little break here. Uh, for, uh, for a little advertisement, and then we will get right into this week's Kings and Stings and finish it off with the preview of the Monday Night Football Game. Have your fantasy teams been struggling this year? Or perhaps you've been doing pretty well but want to put yourself over the top? Then make sure to visit our friends over at Finish First Fantasy Advisors. They are the premier one-on-one consulting firm that specializes in providing you with expert support to help guide you to the championship. You will be matched with one of their expert advisors to provide you with the season-long insight for your redraft, dynasty, or DFS formats. Their advisors will contact you weekly to answer all of your questions and provide you the needed information to get to the next level. Set up a free 15-minute consultation by emailing them at info at finishfirstfantasy.com or by visiting them at www.finishfirstfantasy.com. That's www.finishfirstfantasy.com. All right, we are back. It's time to get into our kings and stings, going over the best and worst performances of week eight. All righty, so let's go ahead and hop into it. Uh, starting off with the quarterbacks, our number three king, uh, Mr. Aaron Rodgers, finishing off the seat, uh, finishing off the night, uh, three hundred and five passing yards, three touchdowns, six uh, rushes for twenty nine yards. Uh, Our number two king is uh, Deshaun Watson, finishing with 279 passing yards and three touchdowns, but also had 46 rushing yards himself. And our number one king of the week, which I am part of a lot of different NFL fan groups. One of them is the New York Giants group that um, I can't believe how many times I've seen it. You know, If we lose again, we need to start Eli Manning. Well, Daniel Jones was not the reason that they lost to the Lions today. Going for three hundred and twenty-two passing yards, four touchdowns. Um, also had thirteen rushing yards. He did lose a fumble, uh, but overall he was the number one scorer in uh, number one quarterback in fantasy this week. So, moving on to the running backs uh, at number three, Mister Latavius Murray, twenty-one carries, one hundred and two yards and a touchdown. Also. Nine receptions for 55 yards and a touchdown. Did a great job filling in for uh, the injured Alvin Kamara against, well, let's be honest, against a very lackluster Arizona defense. So Uh, number two, uh, absolutely ruling the roost uh, for uh, the, uh, the San Francisco 49ers. Mr. Tevin Coleman, 11 carries, 105 yards, three touchdowns. Two catches for 13 yards and another touchdown. Finished with four TDs on the day. Mr. Tevin Coleman absolutely rocking it. But the number one man of the hour, Mr. Aaron Jones. 13 carries for 67 yards, seven catches, 159 yards, two touchdowns. Um, I believe I saw in a, uh, in a stat at the end of the game that uh, Aaron Jones, uh, his 159 yards was the most by a most receiving yards by a running back uh in Green Bay since like nineteen forty something. So just absolutely killing it. Great game for Aaron Jones. Um and so yeah, moving on to our wide receiver Kings. Um number three, Mr. Kenny Galladay, six catches, 123 yards, two TDs. Great to see him really get off the schneid and have a, a solid game. Uh number two, Mr. Cooper Cup. 7 catches, 220 yards and a TD. It was great to have him in uh in my DFS lineups tonight. And number 1, who I actually had on the bench in at least one if not two different leagues, Mr. Mike Evans, 11 catches, 198 yards and two TDs. So absolutely stellar performance from him. Again, the reason that he was on my bench was again, my phone was, you know, messing with me. I've basically tur- it's basically turned into a tablet and so Warning to all Google phone users. All right, our tight end, our tight end kings, and uh, no one, almost no one, had these any of these guys in their lineups, um, or even on their, even on their teams for the most part. I believe all three of these guys are owned in less than twenty percent of leagues. They're widely available in all ten team leagues that I've played in. Um, So starting with uh, number three, Mr. Jonu Smith, six catches, 78 yards, and a touchdown. Number two, Darren Fells of Houston, six catches, 58 yards, two touchdowns. And number one, Mr. Ryan Griffin, four catches, 66 yards, two touchdowns, and a two-point conversion. Just a warning: None of these guys are guys that I'd be actively going after on the waiver wire, except for maybe Jonu Smith, simply because he has a good—he seems to have a really good rapport with, um, uh, with uh, Ryan Tannehill. And Delaney Walker is still out, as far as we know, and may miss may miss this next week as well. So, uh, as far as that goes, as far as that goes, uh, you know, Jonu Smith, I believe is the is the most likely guy that you'd really want to pick up um moving on to the stings these are the ones that hurt the most so um starting off with the quarterbacks uh now again these on the stings these are guys that have actually i try to keep them owned in 65 percent or more of leagues a lot of these guys are actually in 70 percent or more so it guys that are most likely to have actually been started in le- in uh, in in leagues so Number three in the quarterbacks, uh, Kirk Cousins, 285 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. No turnovers, just uh, it was only passing yards, so it's not not a great output from him. Uh, number two is Mr. Phillip Rivers, 201 passing yards, one touchdown, one interception. And our number one QB sting is Mr. Kyler Murray, owned in, I think, 90% of Yahoo League's 220 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions, and only 13 rushing yards to go along with it. So pretty much all those, uh, all three of those guys, if you had them starting for you, ouch. Uh, moving on to the running back stings of the week. Number three, Le'Veon Bell, nine carries, 23 yards, three catches for 12 yards today against the Jaguars. Just rough sledding for the Jets in general. Um, number two is a guy that was very popular to pick up off the waiver wire, owned in 70% of leagues, Mr. Ty Johnson, expecting to really take over after carry on Johnson, uh, went on IR and he finishes with seven carries for 25 yards and one catch for 13 yards against a very lackluster Giants defense at home. Um... We may need to reassess what we're going to expect out of Ty Johnson moving forward. Um, the our number one running back sting again is Chase Edmonds. Seven carries for eight yards, two catches for five yards. Really, this is we kind of saw this coming simply because the the New Orleans defense is so so tough. They are so good, um, and they are really rough on running backs. So um, this this. Kind of performance should have been expected um, out of Chase Edmonds. Uh, moving on to the wide receivers. Number three wide receiver sting, Corey Davis, two catches for nine yards. And he's he's one of the guys who's on the lower end of being owned. Uh, I want to say he's owning like 60%, 65% of leagues. Mr. Larry Fitzgerald is our number two wide receiver sting, two catches for eight yards. And our number one sting, Marquez Valdez Scantling, owned in seventy-two percent of the leagues, went for one catch for four yards in a game where Aaron Rodgers throws for over three hundred. So rough, rough game for, a rough day for a, a couple of those guys. Uh, moving on, our our tight end stings. Now I've got these a little out of order. This isn't in terms of. Um, this one isn't completely in terms of how many points they scored because technically our number one sting scored the most points of these guys, but where he was drafted matters in this conversation. So, um, so our tight end stings starting off. Our number three sting is Gerald Everett, two catches for 15 yards. So in half point PPR, that's what two and a half points. Ouch. Uh, Greg Olson, um, two catches for 13 yards. Uh, So that's 2.3 points in half-point PPR. And our number one sting, yeah, it's three points that he scored. But Zach Ertz, scoring only three points, he has been under... He does not have a 100-yard game, I think, yet on the season. And he has been under, like, eight points for, like, the third or fourth week in a row. So he has really been struggling um, in this offense. So those are... Are uh, are kings and stings. So real quick, since there's not a whole lot to talk about in this Monday night football game because it's the Steelers and the Dolphins. Let's go ahead and just do a quick, um, quick preview of the of the game, and then we will call it an episode. So starting off with the Dolphins, if you're really desperately looking for someone to help you this week, um, the Ryan Fitzpatrick is going up against the 20th ranked. Um, defense or the 20th best defense in terms of um giving up no they give up the 20th most points to the fantasy <laughs> fantasy points to the quarterback position. So they're pretty good. The Steelers are pretty good against the uh, against quarterbacks. Um Mark Walton is getting the start. Obviously, uh, you know, Kenyon Drake isn't playing, so it's going to be a combination of Walton, Ballage and Gaskin. Um the the Steelers are top 10 in terms of giving up points to the uh, running back position. So, it's going to be tough sledding for the running backs. Uh Preston Preston Williams and uh and um and Devonte Parker. Uh I I'm still not using either of them. I just can't trust them. Uh, you'd have to be honestly, you'd have to be in a deeper league, 14 to 16 teams with the, you know, deep rosters for me to want to use either one of them in my in my lineups this week, Um, and even though it's a very favorable matchup, the uh, Steelers give up the fourth most most amount of points, uh, fantasy points to the tight end position. Uh, Mike Gusecki is not a guy that I want uh, to be playing this week, so if you're absolutely desperate and need something, I guess you can go that direction. I'd rather have Vance McDonald on the other side of the ball. Speaking of, moving on to the Steelers, uh, Mason Rudolph um, I actually have him uh, ranked semi-high semi, semi high this week um, due to the fact that the um, Miami Dolphins give up the second most amount of fantasy points to the quarterback position. Let me pull up my... I had Mason Rudolph as the 15th ranked quarterback. Um, not the highest that any of the fantasy or any of our um, guys have ranked quarterbacks this week. Uh, on Skull King Football. However, that being said, um, you know, I I have enough confidence in in what he can do against this basically inept uh, Dolphins defense that I think that he can he can score enough points that he was a streamable option for this week. Um, Connor and I believe Samuels is back this week, so um, I'd have to look again just to make sure, but I believe that Samuels is 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 available. Connor's going up against the second um again the the team that has given up the second most amount of fantasy points to the running back position. Let's see where did I have Connor oh man, I don't even know where I have him ranked. It's all over the place right now, so um in terms of in terms of James Connor, I think that he's in for a solid matchup this week should put up a decent amount of points um. And Samuels, I again, he's a you know sixteen teams and more type of type of streamer, uh, to fill in in bye weeks. Um, Juju going up against the defense that has given up the seventh most amount of fantasy points to the wide receiver position. Juju may actually have a decent game in this one. Um, I can see him having a, a solid game and being able to put up a decent amount of points. Um, for those of you know who have been sitting on Juju, you know who used a late first. Early second on him, um, he should you know return a, a decent amount in this game, and uh, Deontay Johnson I think could be a possible streamer for this one, and the tight end Vance McDonald going up against a team that's given up the 18th most amount of points to the tight end position. Vance McDonald should be in for a solid game. Mason Rudolph likes dumping off to Vance McDonald, so I think that it should be a, a good game for him, and a, and just a, a solid week overall for the Steelers. I think the Steelers come out with the win. So. All right, that is it. I want to thank you guys so much for um, listening to the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Ryan Skullrood. I can't wait for uh, to see her, to see what uh, what things look like in terms of the um, the show for tomorrow with the uh, waiver wire ads and kind of see what we're looking at. Um, hope you guys all had a great week, and we will talk to you guys later.